Gavin, I want to ask you something serious right out the gate here. What, my friend, does success look like to you? Or what does the world think of success? Yeah. I mean, that's a loaded question, right? I think it really depends on who you're asking. But, you know, I think the world sees success. And maybe when we look outward, we see success as you know, people who do well in business, people who are financially succeeding, people who uh, appear charismatic and, and likable and all those things, right? Those, that's kind of what I think the world sees as successful people, people with power, people with control. That's probably how so I what do you think, like, it. a guy that's kind of going through the motion or has his career and he's in his 40s and maybe he's s- struggling a little bit, in, in some regard or financially, that would the world look at that guy and say he's not successful? Oh yeah, of course they would. Like, Probably. Yeah. They're going do you, to. I, I guess the question I have: Do you have? Do you think there are people out there that may even be friends of ours that maybe they don't feel successful right now? Maybe they're stuck in a career that they feel like it's kind of a dead end, and they're, you know, maybe that's, maybe it's not their ideal situation, or maybe they're like, man, they, they thought life was going to be so much different, and it's not. And do you think there are people that feel like that? Yeah. And I, and I would add to that, right? Maybe they're fine with their situation, but in comparison to others or people that they see around them, they feel like they have less or yeah. don't, don't have what they have. So let me ask you just a couple of questions. I want you to think about this. And okay. <clears throat> hopefully those of you who are listening, maybe, maybe you can ask yourself these questions and think about it. But like Gavin, like do you have... You have a business, right? Yeah. You have a new business. You ha- and you have a future in that business? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are, and you're married? I am. Do you have children? I have four children. Four children. Oh, that's awesome. And, and everyone's healthy? All of them are healthy. Wife's good? Yeah. Okay. And, and you guys you guys own a home? We own a home. That's amazing. Okay. And you guys have food in the house? And are your kids educated? They go to school? They go to school. They eat every day. We've got... Plenty of food. We've got what we need there. And you got health insurance. You got life. And I guess lastly, do you guys have? Uh, do you have religion? Yeah, we have faith. We have, you know, you have we something have a, high, a higher purpose to live for. Yeah, and reason. Yeah. So, it, amazingly, Gavin, in so many ways, like you have it made. Like that's that's life. Like that could be a definition of success. Think about in the whole world, how many people do not have anywhere near what you have right there. So there's a message of gratitude and finding that right there that you can think about like, man, I am blessed with all of these things and those things right there can be a definition of success. So to your point, like the world can define success as I think many of them, it's like it's wealth and it's exclusively wealth. That is success. Or maybe it's like family, like me familia and it's exclusively family. That's all that matters for their success. And what we talk about and we define success is we're trying to find success in the four key areas of our lives to have a well-rounded version of success that I feel like is, is, is the healthiest. And, and part of that, like, I guess to define success or figure it out, you got to kind of figure out what your why is, don't you think? Like, why do you do what you do? Yeah. Are you, and you're asking me that, right? Why do I do what I, I do, mean, or is that rhetorical? I, it can be rhetorical. Um, 
I think about like like Gavin, what are you passionate about, man? Like why yeah. do you why do you come into work every day? Like what makes you meet me here and we come here and we grind, we're starting this business. Like why did we do it? Why are we doing these things? Yeah. Is it because we just love the mortgage business and it's just something that's so, so awesome? Fun. <laughs> yeah. Like why? Yeah. So I've I've had this exact conversation with my wife a lot of times, right? Where I've I've said the words what what's fun about a mortgage what what is there to be passionate about necessarily about being a, a mortgage broker or mortgage you know originator and don't get me wrong like <laughs> there is plenty to be taken from helping people achieve the the goal of home ownership and and being smart enough and capable enough to help people navigate that in a in a super successful way um but man, am I passionate about like crunching numbers and calculating income and pre-qualifying people? Like, no. But what I am passionate about is like creating a life where I get the freedom to go to my kids, you know, play or game or whatever it may be on a Tuesday at 3 p.m. Like, I have the freedom to go do that. I can put pause on things. I'm not clocking in somewhere. I'm not you know, sitting there with some boss looking over my shoulder, mm -hmm. making sure I'm sitting at my desk doing my thing. So for me, like, that's a very, that's something I'm very passionate about. And, you know, during the summer, it's hard for a lot of families I know, like they want to go on a vacation or whatever, and the dad's having to stay home or can only come for half of it or has to let the family go ahead and then fly out three days later to meet him and he gets four days and then they all go back home together. Like I kind of just did that this last weekend. See, but, <laughs> but what's crazy is like in this line of work, I'm passionate about the fact that I can take my cell phone and my laptop and yeah, can go anywhere. right. If I have to take two hours in the morning while the kids go down to the beach and I knock out a handful of things and then I got to, you know, stay a couple extra hours in the afternoon and make some calls and do some things like mm -hmm. this, this, business allows me to do that so i'm super passionate about creating a life that allows me to spend time in a way that is meaningful with my family no i i think that's awesome i i uh i heard this guy talking about like kind of his why and why he worked so hard and he worked at just kind of a random job and they're like do you love this job and the guy was like no not really it's not my dream job but i give it everything i got because i know what i'm missing out at missing out at home by being here yeah. and what's it's what matters most to me and so while I'm away I maximize my time and I put forth the most effort so that my time's not wasted while I'm away from home yeah and I think about this especially now like summer started our kids are home they're out of school and it's hard sometimes in the morning like you want to go do the fun things with your kids and but right now we're starting and we're building this business and yeah and I think what we wanted to talk about a little bit is just kind of defining the success and what it means to you and, and finding your why. But like we're kind of in this beginning stage of starting a business and it's hard, guys. There's It's just a grind. There's so much work. There's so many systems that we've got to put together. But like that's one reason why, you know, I love when I made this decision to partner with Gavin is Gavin's a big systems guy and like Gavin, tell us about kind of the idea of like why we want to create systems in our lives. And I, and I want to play off of the idea about these systems and, and kind of the habits they're going to create. But tell us about the systems we're incorporating here at the Mortgage Collective and why we're doing it. Yeah. 
So, I mean, first thing I feel like people need to just know my personality a little bit, and that is, like, I typically hold everything up in my brain. I don't put anything in my phone. I don't do all these things. And as our business has grown or we've just done more volume, I've found that although I'm capable of probably managing my kind of work pipeline and, and making sure everything gets done up in my head, it just stops being worth it, right? Like at a certain point, you're just mentally tired from carrying all of that. And I've kind of adopted that policy in almost every part of my life now. Like every time there's some task that I need to do or something that I feel like it's weighing on me in any way, my first question is how can I automate this? How can I straight up put this down so I never have to think about it again? So, you know, some of the goals and some of the things that I have for, for our business here, right? Like the ability to streamline, uh, you know, the pre-qualification process, like bringing clients in, knowing exactly who's taking that phone call, who's doing this, what email is that client going to get next, uh, who's going to tell them what we're doing today and what we're doing tomorrow, and, and how can we make that uniform so that every client's getting the same exact experience, mm -hmm. right? So if I can automate that, if that's an SOP, uh, just a standard operating procedure of anyone who's dealing with a client for the mortgage collective, no one ever has to ask, oh, did we get that thing done? No one's got to carry that on their mind when they go to bed that night. Like, not only do I get to just kind of set work aside when I go home, you do. Any employees we've got, they do. Like, they don't have to be worried if they followed kind of those systems and we plug it in the right way. You don't have to carry that concern or that worry. We're handling people's biggest transaction of their life. Like, we could screw it up. Mm -hmm. We could cause people problems if we don't do a good job. And so, like, that can be stressful. Like, that can be very cumbersome to carry that all the time. So it's like the more that we can automate, the more that we can uh, set down, put it down, leave it at our desk when we go home at night, the better off we're going to be mentally, the more energy we're going to be able to give our families, our wives. Like, like, to me, that is success. If I was killing it here, making all the money in the world, and at the end of the day, I went home and I had no time to play with my kids. I had no time to hear how their day was and, you know, put the kids to bed. And I said, wife, I'm so I'm so tired. I'm just going to go to bed. Like, is that success? I would say no. <laughs> I don't think that's success. So um, I think, right, like they, they say beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And I, I would argue like success is in the perception or gratitude of, of the individual. So the like, it, it's all about how you are experiencing your life, experiencing your life, and what do you, what is successful to you? Can you put the systems in place, um, the safeguards, whatever it is that you need to make sure that you are on the path to to what you want, yeah. to, to that successful quote unquote life? Yeah. So I guess the message would be to other entrepreneurs or business owners. Like as you go and you build your business, um, one thing we, we recently have been really thinking about is right now the the mortgage business is kind of slow, at least compared to what we're used to. Yeah. Right now is when we're investing in ourselves and creating the systems for growth and, and the structure for growth. And, and part of creating that is kind of a grind. And it's a lot of investment, um, mouthful of money and time and effort and stress. But the idea is that we're building something towards a future. And 
that applies for entrepreneurs who are starting businesses. Don't be afraid to, to, to create and invest in yourself or your business for the future. It, it's just like if you don't invest or make the plan to grow and get bigger, the likelihood of you growing and get bigger, it diminishes significantly. Yeah. But I want to like carry over that thought into your life personally and, and think about like the grind that you face day to day. If you don't have systems in place, or let's call them on the personal side, people like to call them habits, right? If you don't have these habits just on automatic system play that, oh, this is what I do. You know, I've referenced my miracle mornings, okay? I wake up, I prepare, I go to the gym, I get a workout in, I, I come home feeling great. Believe me, when I wake up, it's hard, okay? When the alarm goes off at 5.30, it is brutal. Mm-hmm. But when I come home from that workout and it's done, I feel amazing. And then I get to spend a little bit of quality time with my kids. And I'm, I'm in a good mood because I just worked out. I spend a little time with my kids. And then I go in, I get ready. And then I stop and I pause and I read my scriptures. And then I say my prayer. And then I come to work. And you guys, I tell you what, the system and how it's helped and blessed my life has been amazing. But the problem is, like, I'm not the problem. The idea is I come here to work. And guess what? There, it's a struggle. Like, Gavin, are we not, like, there's some systems that sometimes they mm. just don't work right. Yeah. You know, we have things that aren't our normal flow, and it's frustrating, and we're trying to build these things and do these things. And there's a lot of things that as you build a new business, you don't know what you don't know because you haven't experienced it yet. Like, don't get me wrong. We know loans. We know this, that kind of stuff. I'm just talking about, like, the organizational aspect. But if you really have the right perspective, that, that pain and that struggle it's what's on the other side of it. Yeah. When you get on the other side of that struggle, that's where you find happiness. That's where you find joy and accomplishment. Like when I'm going to the gym and I'm working, I'm lifting weights and I'm trying to get stronger. The joy is in that process of lifting and getting stronger. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like if you're going to school and you're learning and you're learning and then you finally pass that test, you get that's where the accomplishment and the happiness comes from. And I think what the problem with society in general right now is a lot of people aren't, there's no drive, there's no push to to do something more because it's hard and it's difficult. And then they, they get depressed because they're not willing to do the hard or the difficult and they're not pushing through those challenging times and they're, choi- they're choosing to avoid the hard and the difficult because hard is considered bad. They think they want everything to be easy. But... <clears throat> In life, joy and happiness comes from pushing through. And I'm gonna give you one example, real quick. So um, we spent some time up in the mountains um, this last weekend, but we had these got these little caterpillars for our kids in this little like caterpillar tent. And we watched for a couple of weeks as these caterpillars then created their little cocoons, and they sat in there for a while, cooked themselves up something, and then they started to break out of these and it looked like it was painful and there was what appeared to be like some blood or gooey fluid or something weird that was coming out of there yeah and then these little caterpillars they they blossomed into little butterflies Mm -hmm. and we took them up there and we're up in the mountains and we zip open this little thing and these these two little butterflies just immediately flew out and well, I said there's there's five of them. A couple of them went around and just flew around the flowers, and two of them went all the way up to the tops of the trees. And I'm like, look at the process of this butterfly, or this caterpillar to a butterfly. 
and how it was just a grind. It was a process, and they were growing, and then they were stuck in this little tent cage, and then they got free, and boom, the world was wide open for them, and they could fly to the top. And I think that is the process of self-development that we're trying to go through, that we're trying to work through with this business. But, man, the joy you feel on the other side of it is amazing. Yeah. I had a, a while you were kind of telling that story and a little bit of what you were talking about before, right? Like you don't know what you don't know, uh, y- you know, and in, in, in relation to being a new business owner, right? Like I'm kind of imagining, right? Like Jordan, if 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 some big mortgage company had gone in and instead of us starting this company, they had just said, hey, we're going to plug you in as our new CEO tomorrow, right? Like. Could I have maybe faked it for a couple weeks? Probably. But there are so many aspects of running a mortgage company that, like, I don't know. I haven't gone through yet, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't been put in that proverbial cocoon of learning how to run a mortgage company yet, right? So maybe I haven't, you know, broken out as this butterfly CEO of a huge mortgage company. But I think that's like what we're doing right now, right? Like these little growing pains, these lessons we're learning and and that any entrepreneur would be learning or any new parent would be learning or any person who is trying to fight through fight through the challenges that their life's throwing at them right now. Like like on the other side of all these hard things we're going through, you can be a different person. You can be a more capable person. a more intelligent person, a more organized person, like whatever it may be, but you have to go through it. Mm-hmm. It's like in the New Testament where they talk about putting uh, new wine in old bottles, right? Like yeah. that's not going to work. It's not going to work. Like you need to be new wine in a new bottle so that together you and the bottle it can age. And I think that's kind of what the challenges of life end up being is that you you kind of got to go through it mm-hmm. because if you just land on the other side without really processing through or fighting through those challenges, you don't become what you need to become to live that life on the other side. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think that's kind of what, you know, finding joy in this journey. Like I really hold on to that. Like who do I get to become on the other side of all these challenges? what's that going to make of me? What am I going to have to fight through? And how much stronger am I going to be for having done that? So I think that's like a lot of that is my why. It's it's that same why that makes me want to spend time with my kids and my family and my wife because although sometimes it's hard to do that, it's hard to have enough energy, go home, play with your kids, be super happy and exciting for them you know excited for them and listen to them and do all these things like sometimes that's a challenge but when you do it successfully like even just for one night you're you're kind of a different man mm-hmm. just at the end of it because yeah. for one night you gave your kid exactly what they needed or you gave yeah. your wife you you listened to her you know in the way that she needed that night or what whatever it may be like you become a different person on the other side of all these little challenges that, that life throws our way. And I think that's what's exciting to me. Like we get to evolve, we get to be a different person tomorrow than we are today. And, and you get to do it over and over and over again. I think the important thing on that note is like every single day reassessing maybe your why or readdressing saying, hey, am I living up to my intentions today? Am I taking, am I taking time off? Am I taking 
a break from my faith? Am I taking a break from my relationship with my wife? Like, where's my focus and my effort? And it's interesting, like, I think it's part of the process. Like, like the Lord allows us to kind of ebb and flow in our, in our personal development and our spirituality and everything. We have good days and bad days. Everybody does. But it's interesting when you start to notice, it's almost like, let's use a campfire, for example. Like it's a chilly night, you're up in the mountains camping and you're around this campfire, like, and you're having a conversation with someone and next thing you know, you've kind of drifted away from that fire and you start to notice you're a little bit chilly, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh man, my back is cold. I need to go walk back up to that fire and maybe, you know, rotate around a little bit, but I need to stay closer to that fire. And I think like every, every one of these things, and we, we call them our four pillars of life, like you need to kind of evaluate almost on a daily basis, maybe on the financial side of things, you don't need to evaluate daily. I'd probably say that's a monthly evaluation, but your faith and your family and your fitness, I think that should be a daily evaluation. Like, how did I do with my meals today? What did I do with eating? How active was I? Did I go for a walk? Did I work out? Maybe those aren't your things. Maybe it's yoga. Maybe it's stretching, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is, or eating a certain amount of calories, whatever. Like, those are all things that are measurable that you can address. You know, in your spirituality, like, hey, what kind of music to listen to? What kind of media did I consume? How was my speech today? Had, did I try to serve anybody? Like, was I only focused on myself and my problems, or did I look to help others? Um, did I pray? You know, and, and having that self-evaluation, and then I look at my family. Like, did I, did I give every one of my kids a big hug? Did I tell my daughter she looks beautiful today? You know, did I spend quality time and go for a little walk with my wife and hear her and listen to her about, you know, her life and her her plans and her concerns and what she's doing? Like, where's my focus? And because, like, we're getting back to the thing, like, when I leave home and I come to work, I want to maximize my time and I get into work mode. And sometimes my wife will get after me when I get home and I'm still speaking in, like, business tone of voice or something. She'll be like, okay, you can turn business voice off. And I'll have to like, you know, shift into a different gear and, you know, become the husband and father, Jordan, um, instead of the businessman. But um, I think it's great just to evaluate yourself from a kind hearted perspective, not being hard on yourself, but just what were some areas I won today? Where did I lose? Where are some challenges? What can I do? But I feel like as if we do that and we have self-evaluations and with this business that we're going through is we evaluate where we're at, what do we need to change, what do we need to do, that's how you do it. It's if you stick your head in the sand and you ignore it and you just try to keep plowing through, that's where you can find yourself a little bit off course. I, I mean, to kind of wrap this up to how we started, right, bring it back, like to me that's, that's where you fail, right? That's where you're no longer succeeding. Yeah. Is when you stop, when you stop evaluating, when you're not willing to look at yourself, whether it's daily or weekly or monthly, right? Like if you're not, if you're not evaluating how you're doing, how do you know how you're doing, right? Other than like you might wake up in six months and be like, oh, I, I gained twenty pounds, and oh, mm-hmm. like I, I guess you know we're not closing very many loans, huh, Jordan? Like, and then oh, like oh, like you know I feel like I haven't really seen my kids a whole lot the last six months right and it's like if you're not (laughs) you only get your kids for so long you only have so much time to make hay you could die in a car crash tomorrow so it's like if you're not looking at these things and trying to maximize them and and just be better than you were find joy in that journey and in that process Mm -hmm. if you're not doing those things you're failing but if you are 
regardless of how big or small your progress is, I think that's success. Yeah. Like you're getting better, you're improving, you are moving towards some future, whatever it may be. But if you can do that with a happy attitude, with with some some looking forwardness, you know, a little bit of hope, I think that that's success. Yeah. So. On Instagram, my username is at the loan the loan captain loan dot the dot loan dot captain. Anyway, yeah. on Netflix, I watched this this last week. There's this there's a there's a movie on there about a I think she's 16, 15, 16 year old Australian girl that sailed around the world. Just absolutely incredible in like, I can't remember, 720 days or something like that. But I think about that, like, imagine if you're the captain and you're sailing your ship around the world and every single day you didn't check in to make sure you're navigating on point. Yeah. Let's just say I took two weeks off, you know, because it's going to take a long time. I took two weeks off and then I checked in to see, oh, where am I at? And you're like, holy crap, I've drifted way off course. It's the same thing with everything we're doing in life. Like, you've got to have a regular check-in. You've got to pull out your compass and your map. Where are you going? And, and I guess maybe for some of you, and I, I know what it's like, maybe lack a little purpose or direction. Man, that's when you spend that time on your knees um, pleading for that direction. Wh- where is it that, you know, your Heavenly Father wants you to go? And I, I think... You, you know, you pray like crazy and wait for that answer from the Lord. But then you get up, pull open YouTube, pull open the Internet, start doing searches, start finding things like, I don't know, like start exploring ideas and options until one of them just really sticks. I mean, Gavin, last year before we made the decision to start this mortgage company, how many business ideas did we whiteboard? I a mean, lot. a lot, you guys. A lot. <laughs> We went all over the place on like where we should do, and then and it kind of circled back to this. I mean, we have other things we're doing that we'll talk about. We're, you know, we're working on creating a title company, uh, a property and casualty insurance company, um, amongst a few other things. So we're do, we're doing things um, on with other companies that we're excited about. But you've got to find this direction on what moves you, what motivates you, what's what kind of is your why. And your why might still end up being your family or spending time, yeah. or your wife could be creating a legacy, a charitable organization, but whatever your do-good organization or for-profit organization is, if you don't start pushing into that hard, pushing into that difficult, waking up early and grinding, you're not going to feel that happiness and success and fulfillment that comes from doing the work. I love it. Amen. 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 In thoroughness is satisfaction. I love it. Let's, let's, get, let's get work done. Let's do work. Do work. My boy. My boy. The late big black. <laughs> do work, son. Oh, that's right. <laughs> anyway, we really appreciate you guys tuning in. If you made it through to the end of this, kudos to you. Hopefully. Appreciate you listening. This, yeah, we really do. I, I know there's not a lot of people right now, but hey, that's okay doing this as much for ourselves as anybody else but this journey is going to be awesome we are so excited um so excited for what we can build in the journey and the mission that we're on and and part of our why and uh just thank you for for being a part of it love it signing off